Coast 104.5. You're up and Adam in the morning. My name is Adam Montiel. On the phone, Dr. Renee Bravo. Always enjoy having him on the show. And Dr. Bravo, i got to tell you, just the other day, a woman comes up to me and says, oh, I love when you have Dr. Bravo on. When are you going to get Dr. Bravo on again? I mean, you are definitely popular being on the show. Well, it's something that I enjoy, and you're a really great host, honestly. I mean, you you you, you, drive, you drive the questions very well, and, and, and you're pretty relevant, too. So, no, I'm always, happy, I'm always happy to answer your questions. You must have a great reputation. That's pretty cool. A lot of people like you, either know you from your practice or your community work. So, uh, really good to have you on. Are you taking a vacation this summer, or how's your summer been? Well, summer, summer's been actually very busy, and, and the only vacation I've taken has been just a, a personal small one after a family wedding. Yeah. But, no, no, this is a busy time right now as people get back to normal, and kids are trying to get back to school, and, and so, no. It, but it'll happen after the summer is over, right? That's, that's what, you, what I usually do. So I want to talk vaccine. We'll talk Delta. We'll talk everything. We'll talk masks on kids. So we're seeing the virus really go to town on the unvaccinated. This variant, although not as deadly, far more transmissible, right? That is absolutely true. And, and, and that's a consistent message throughout um, all of the nation and the world where they're seeing it. Delta is a sticky virus that likes to go from people to pe- from person to person, and it, and it is very transmissible. And not surprisingly, I mean, the, you know, since this has become more and more of an outbreak amongst the unvaccinated cohort, but we're also seeing some breakthrough uh, infections. Also, uh, and a breakthrough infection is defined as people who have gotten the vaccine who somehow test positive. And, and you know, not everyone who tests positive has the Delta variant, but I'm sure that when they get back that information, that's what it's going to show. Now, the Delta variant, some reports say a lot of the places that it, uh, it might be on its downslide, it, it, like, like the U.K. variant did. You know, it has its time. It yeah. hits that place in the graph, and it just starts to dip. And depending on where you are, I mean, you look at Florida, they call it the Florida winter uh, yeah. because everybody's going inside, not because it's cold, but because it's hot. Yeah. And you're seeing numbers in places like that. And who knows, when things change in other states, uh, you may see it. It move up there. Do we see the Delta variant on its way out, and is that good, or does it just mean the next one's coming? Well, no, I mean, it, it, you know, I, I don't know. if I, I've seen those reports anecdotally. I don't know if that's official or not, but I think it's good if it goes on a way out. It, I, there's no question that it should, it should diminish with time like the, the other variants have, but here's the one kicker. We've got school starting, and you've got a large cohort of unvaccinated human beings, children, uh, you know, elementary school children, children under the age of 12, uh, coming back. And I think that the potential to fuel uh, the a resurgence in that is fairly significant. So we just, we're watching right now. So, I mean, that's what everybody is really concerned about. That's why you see all this, all this debate, you know, oh, yeah. school boards. I mean, it's, it's hot. It's vicious. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really tough. Yeah. Um, because, well, then, People worry about the threat of closing schools again. and Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, and parents just are not, you know, I don't know if they're going to stand for it. I just don't think they'll stand for it. I feel there's a prevalence of more and more the person saying, well, see, if you get the vaccine, you could still get it. Now, the point of the vaccine, though, isn't not to get it at all. I mean, ideally, but it's not to get super sick. It's not to die, not to spread it as bad. Is that right? That's correct. I mean, I think you have a, you have a great understanding of it. And I think part of it is for messaging. I mean, part of it is, is we have, we're, we're to blame for that because, you know, the poor people out there that are just listening to all this stuff, they're getting many, many different messages. 
But the reality is this, no, no vaccine, I mean zero, no vaccine out there is 100% effective against preventing disease. There, There is it's 90%, 99%. I mean, you know, we know this about vaccine science, but what this, this vaccine has been successful in doing, it has been successful in decreasing hospitalizations. It's been successful in decreasing uh, uh, deaths and in and, and intensive care uh, unit admissions. So it does work. So either you, but the, the one point of this that I want to emphasize is that if you are vaccinated, you should be able to go about daily life unless there is an, an increased resurgence of this virus, which makes it more challenging for you. And there's another factor here, too, and that's the factor of diminishing um, antibodies, diminishing uh, uh, immunity. We don't know for sure how long or how how long this vaccine is good for. I mean, do, do the antibodies diminish over time? Do you need to get boosted? Everything that I'm seeing says, yes, eventually you're going to need to get reboostered, kind of like you do for the flu vaccine, you know, if you choose to do that. But um, th- there's still a lot of questions out there, Adam, and, and, and that's why when you some, some doctors and scientists don't want to, you know, just, just don't want to explain that there are just variables in science and things change all the time. All right, we got Dr. Rene Bravo. He is up and Adam in the morning. More coming up. Delta, vaccines, kid vaccines, kids in masks. We tackle it all. Straight talk. That's it. None of this, none of that. Straight talk. It's Coast 104.5 and up and Adam in the morning. You know, I had um, Dr. Petty Bornstein on. Good. And the last time, since the last time you and I talked, there was a story, you know, L.A. County, 10 million people. 100% of the people at the time of that story that were in the hospital were unvaccinated. And Dr. Bornstein replied to me, same thing here. Same thing in San Luis Obispo County. So we do see the vaccine uh, at least working for for that purpose. What do you say to those, though, who say, hey, look, why would I get a vaccine to something that is over 90% something I'm going to be fine with and something that, hey, if I get the vaccine, I could still... Uh, I could still get it. Ex- explain the importance again for someone who who has that mode of thinking, because it doesn't sound off, but it's not quite wrapping your head around everything. Yeah, because I I, I think what they're doing is they're trading one risk for another. You know, as this unfolds, I'm going to say something. This is just my opinion. You're either you know when you you're making a choice. Your choice is I'm choosing to have the virus and get infected or I'm choosing to get the vaccine, because there really isn't any other choice. Because eventually, statistically, as we see these things roll out, you will be exposed to and likely be infected by the coronavirus. It just, it's just a matter of numbers, statistics, exponential statistics, population statistics, because it's that contagious. It just keeps moving and moving and moving. Any, at any time you're in a big supermarket, for example, you're gonna, somebody's probably, I'm sure somebody's going to be in there that has the virus. So you're making a choice, and you're making a conscious choice, and your choice is, I, I would rather have the infection than get, than get, the, can get the shot. There, now, here's the deal with that thinking. Both are chances, but uh, you know, we're seeing a lot more complications in terms, of, in terms of now year, year and a half with the coronavirus than we thought originally. This long-term um, a viral infection, what they call the long haulers, uh, immune processes, um, the uh, you know myocarditis, myocarditis, inflammatory processes that 
the MISC syndrome with kids. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going on here now with, with the viral infection. Now, with the shot, are we seeing some complications? Sure. You, you, you give 400 million people right. something, right. you're going to see, you're going to, but, but so far it's not rising to the level that, um, that we're saying, okay, stop, you know, we got to stop this because the risk of that is less than the risk of, of getting the infection. So I tell people that, you know, say, I'd rather get the infection. Well, okay, but understand that there are some people out there who think this way who will be very regretful of it. Right. Now, now this is another personal opinion on my part, just personal opinion coming here. I want people to make these decisions voluntarily for their own lives, but also factor in that there are vulnerable people out there that you could that you could pass this to that could die. That's really it's just true, you know. I don't know who they are. You don't know who they are. There are people that will have complications. We don't know who they are. They're the young children right now. The babies. We we don't know what happens to them. Most most everything so far is good, but there's a lot of uncertainty out there. So we've got to be careful, thoughtful. And, and know that each decision to vaccinate or to non-vaccinate will have a consequence. Now, there was a headline recently that said, if you get the virus, you could still spread it the same. And anti-vaxxers jumped on this faster than a toupee in a hurricane. <laughs> when, you, when you read deeper into this uh, and, and really try and wrap your head around it, it, it doesn't seem to dampen the significance or value of the vaccine, at least to me. Am I reading, it, am I reading this right? No, you, you're reading it correctly. I mean, you know, when you get the vaccine, let's say, let's say that it, one of the things that it does successfully, and there's no question about it, is if you, if you get the vaccine and, you're, and, you, and, you, and it diminishes, and it, and it goes, you know, it starts to wane, the, the immunity wanes with time, and you get infected, they're seeing that the intensity of the infection is far less than if it would have been, if you wouldn't have been vaccinated, and we're seeing that in a population, um, so it does it does diminish the intensity of the illness. I, I, w- I would say that's that's accurate, and that's worth it, in my opinion. That's yeah. the same thing with a flu shot. Same thing with the, with flu shots. They don't guarantee you don't get the flu, but they but they but likely if you get it, you'll not get it as as intensely as you would have otherwise. Coast one hundred four point five. You are up in Adam in the morning. My name is Adam Montiel. On the phone, Doctor Renee Bravo. I asked Dr. Bornstein this. I'll ask you, when on one hand, you want people to get the vaccine. I have said on these airwaves, I want folks to get the vaccine. I am vaccinated. But on the other hand, you tell them, well, you're still going to have to wear a mask indoors. We still may be locked oh, down. Yeah. Do you think oh, yeah. this acts as even a reverse incentive to get the vaccine? Our, our leaders are working against their own mission of wishing more get vaccinated. Oh, I know. Because because you get vaccinated. See, see, we have this perception that, that the reward for getting vaccinated is that you get to get back to normal. I think that's a valid reward. Certainly it's a motivator. And what's happening now, for example, I mean, to me, to me one, of the, one of the things that I would tell people is, man, we just don't want to go backwards. And, and, and what's happening right now is, is that we're not as successful as we thought we were going to be in terms of getting people to get vaccinated. And then who could have, you know, Delta variant, you know, Epsilon variant after that. I mean, this, this fact, this, uh, this virus is almost a, a biological whack-a-mole, yeah. meaning that you, you hit it down on one side, it pops up on right. the other. You know, and that's why this thing changes all the time. And, and all, all I would say to people out there, I, I really do understand their frustration. I feel the same way. I mean, I do not enjoy wearing that little face diaper all day, trying to communicate with parents and children, 
it, it, and it's tough. I mean, it's right. not fun, but it's the price I'm paying to to make sure that you know we don't spread this thing. So so I'm going along with it, and uh, and there's needs to be you know research is happening on how effective this is, and so far the studies really do show that it does diminish viral transmission. Now people say, well, are you sure? You know, et cetera. But look, look at what happened when we were all wearing masks or forced to wear masks during the, the, the height of this. No one got sick from colds or flus or, or you know, I mean, all the, all the viruses we typically see diminished. They right. back, they vanished. And I thought, my gosh, these masks are, are impressive. Um, so anyhow, and, and every time school starts every year, we've always expected the viruses to come back within three weeks, and they usually do. So... Um, I understand why these schools are trying to to, to uh, enforce this, but I'm also seeing you know the parents. One thing I will tell parents, you know, your kids will accept the masks only if you do. If you're against the masks, your kids will struggle with them. So by by creating a furor in front of them, you're just making it tougher on the kids. Mm, great points. Yeah, it just makes it a lot tougher. A couple more quick hits on vaccinations. Yeah. One, passports are being talked about. Some yeah. municipalities. Uh, New York, even L.A. City now, they're talking about, hey, to come to a concert, a restaurant, things like this, uh, you need to show vaccinations. Now, does it seem a little bit counterintuitive to say, okay, all vaccinated people, you guys got to stay all together? Doesn't it seem like it could spread even more that way? I, I, I think the data is probably going to show that that's true. It doesn't, it doesn't spread as, 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 as rigorously. But yeah, I mean, if people are together, we don't know who, what the level of, of immunity that each individual possesses. It could, it could, it could cause spread. So, you know, you're asking good questions. The, the, the variables are still out there. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think we're going to know all about this in 10 years when it doesn't matter. Exa- right. Yeah, exactly right. And it's interesting because you talk to a lot of people who are vaccinated that don't want to have their life hindered anymore for those that maybe chose not to protect themselves. So as a doctor, to what civic or moral responsibility do the vaccinated people have to protect maybe those who chose not to get it? Well, I, I, I still think it's a, it's a moral, it is a moral responsibility. If you're vaccinated, you're, doing, you're, you're not only protecting yourself, but you're protecting others. It is, it is a good thing to do. Right. It is a good community thing to do. It's a good human thing to do. You know, I mean... Uh, on, on, on the flip side, I'm not going to demonize people who choose not to do it. That's their own personal choice. Right. We're, we're a country based on, on personal freedoms, you know, that need to be respected. But decisions have consequences, and and um, that's what that's where all this discussion of vaccine passports comes from. That is a that is a red hot topic. Yeah, absolutely. So, now, headline: Parents and pediatricians are growing impatient for a COVID nineteen vaccine for younger children. What do we know and what do we not know about the COVID vaccine timeline for uh, kids under 12? You see them all the time. Okay, that's an easy question to answer. We do not know when this is going to be available. We do know, and I have heard two reputable sources say that likely end of September may be the earliest that we're seeing a, a, a release of this. Um, we also know that the, the, the uh, studies that have been done in California and other places uh, for that cohort, the 5 to 11 group, uh, are almost complete, and it's looking very promising. Uh, it's a Pfizer product that, that, that I know of. I don't know the dosing. People are asking if it's, you know, what the dosing is going to be. But it's coming probably sooner than we think. 
And, and that's why we're gearing up for it in the office. We, we've got to get this thing ready. So kids and masks. Now, here's the thing with masks. A lot of the positive mask science normally refers to proper use of an N95 or maybe KN95 mask. Someone right. asked me recently what the difference is. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think the N95s are made here. KN95s are, are China. Is that right? That's correct. Now, although there are more... Uh, they're more easily available now than, say, they were a year ago. The vast majority are not wearing them. Certainly, the vast majority of kids are not wearing N95s. Uh, thoughts on kids and masks? Well, um, I, I think it's a tool. I, I'm, um, it's not going to be as an effective tool as vaccination will be, for example, but it is a tool. Masks are originally designed to prevent the spread of illness or when a sick person is wearing it. That's the original intent. Um, it does. It is shown now that that it diminishes viral transmission. So, yeah, you can't argue that, oh, gosh, this is not doing anything, But because it, it actually is keeping kids from getting sick. Ask any, pre- any preschool teacher. Yeah. They'll, tell, they'll tell you what's happened over the last year and a half. But um, there are the, the, the concerns about the adverse effects of masking. Are, 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 I mean, those are, those are valid questions. There was one study uh, done uh, back east which showed that there was a potential issue uh, with kids and masks and CO2 levels. But in an interesting move, I saw that a retraction of that article three weeks later because of, of problems with the study. So, mm. I, you know, that, 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 that raised my area, my, my, my alarm rate. But I, I will tell you this, um, personally, in seeing all the kids and seeing them that masked around here, the only thing I've seen is facial rashes and acne, honestly. Yeah. And, and, and there are some developmentally challenged children who, who, with, who, who can't wear, who, whose facial coverings causes anxiety and disruption. And so that, that's a population that I worry about, too. But the vast majority of children can do it, and so far have done it safely. Um, but it's difficult. It's going to be a challenge for the teachers. Because Absolutely. Kids, I mean, the masks are all over the face. They're all over the place. They're right. on the floor. They're eating them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, mean, parents are going to be lucky if they come back from school with the same mask they sent them to school with. (laughs) So it's it's going to be frustrating. I'm just going to tell people. Now, before it was like you know, oh, kids don't they didn't spread the virus as bad, get the virus as bad. Almost zero died from it. But there is now this maybe with maybe it's because of Delta uh, the importance now uh, you feel of kids wearing masks in school. Correct? I think it. Yeah, I I think it's important. It has. I think it. It, 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 if I have to take a stand in any direction, I'm saying, yeah, this is what we got to do because they're unvaccinated. They're a cohort that's unvaccinated. They will spread it if they get it. Right. Um, and so, and so, you know, the other alternative is to not have school, which I don't think is an alternative. Right. That, that's not. That's not a. That's the, the damage to children by not being social, by not being with each other, uh, by not having the interaction, the, the education. Is significant, um, and and we I've seen a lot of of damage over the last year and a half that I don't want to see repeated. What would you say to a parent who's just getting frustrated with the way things are going? They obviously want their kid to, you know, get the best out of school, yeah. I, ideally not be masked. But look, like I mean, you're making some great points here. What do you say to that parent who's like reached the end of their rope and just uh, like hang on a little longer, kind of thing, or what? Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. Hang in there. Yeah. This will not be forever. It has been a long year and a half, and I, more than anybody, we, we all want this to be done, and, and I feel we're close. We're, we're, we're far closer to the end of this than we were to the beginning of this, and I think most of our feelings are disappointment. We're just disappointed that yeah. we're having to go back to this and even have this debate, 
but we just the, the, the answer is vaccinate that population, get those kids vaccinated, because we will we could transform this disease into into something that's 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 just not common out there, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Dr. Rene Bravo, always a wealth of information, easy to talk to, puts things in a way that even I can understand. Doctor, wow. <laughs> Always enjoy your time. I'll let you get to your patience, my man. I very much appreciate uh, the time you spend on the show, and I look forward to, as soon as I'm about to end a phone call with you, I'm already looking forward to chatting with you again. Take care, my friend. Wake up with Up and Adam in the morning. I'm having a great time listening to you in the morning. Adam. Whoa. Are you a great interviewer? Mr. Up and Adam in the morning. I'm Up and Adam in the morning.